Hey everyone, how you doing? It's Peter here. Just in time for the PDG Advertising Podcast for Thursday, the 25th of April, 2019. Welcome. So today we had our second day in the co-working space for most of it. Not now, I'm speaking to you from the newly painted PDG Advertising Headquarters. It's all painted in white, looking very nice. Um, really happy with it. Looking forward to bringing in some customers. Not that I'll point out the walls to them or anything. I heard once that the best paint jobs were those that you didn't notice the actual paint. I don't know how true that is. It's um, a very um, interesting period for PDG advertising because we're also getting our signage done up. Um, again, I've reached out to another person and I haven't heard anything back um, after getting a lot of recommendations on the Bismarang network. Um, I'm not sure if it's a very small job and people just don't want to do it or whether or not um, people are just inundated with other work at the at the moment. But anyway, what we'll be doing is we will be getting that signage finalized and getting it done, get it up on the wall so that whenever people walk in, they'll know exactly what they're walking into and where they are. We also need to get it designed up our front of, front door sign as well. It's not as complex, it's just a, an F4 piece of paper in a, in a kind of a lino covering. Shows people walking past the door um, who we are and that PDG Advertising lives in here in the East Belfast Enterprise uh, building. Um, if this podcast goes off topic, topic at all, I've closed the window in this office, in this newly painted office, to block out some of the noise from the road. Um, doesn't really bother bother us in here, but on a podcast it might be a little bit um, noisy. Because it's newly painted, the fumes from the paint are still very much evident and still very much here. So if at any point I go a bit silent and you hear a, then you know that I have been overcome by the fumes. And look, I tell you what, this podcast doesn't go out live. It doesn't go out even the day after. It's probably about a week a week since we've done this that this will go out. And goodness knows when you're listening to it, it could be away in the year 3040, where they're saying, oh my goodness, that guy, Peter, he, uh, he was doing okay until the fumes of the paint um, overcame him. <laughs> anyway, um, onwards, let's, let's see what we, what we did today. So today was our second day down in the co-working space. And again, it was good to be among other people. Um, I think I saw the benefit of having our own office space. Uh, it certainly focuses our attention into one area. It's definitely nice to be able to work from anywhere, but um, having our own uh, space to be as creative as we can be in is is a real um, benefit. Look, we were looking today at Google Shopping campaigns for a customer, a very important uh, customer as they all are, um, based in London in the UK. This is a homewares furniture, very high-end, very, very uh, snazzy and stylish uh, products. And we are we've created um, a suite of Google Shopping adverts, and we're actually um, 
noticing that bigger items like the sofas that are quite expensive, very stylish, classy sofas, they are not selling as well as some of the smaller and medium mid-size items. So smaller items like uh, candle holders, candles, um, picture frames, things like that, they sell really well on Google Shopping, but the slightly larger um, items don't. Well, the slightly larger items do, the mid size items um, are selling really well, but the uh, the large items like sofas and that don't seem to be selling quite as well. I think it's maybe a longer sell whenever you're buying something for over a thousand pounds, um, rather than something that's maybe a little bit more impulse buy. Um, so Google Shopping seems to work really well for uh for for that um also we're testing out a couple of different ad formats one is on google shopping kind of traditional um shopping uh, adverts and the other is on google smart adverts google shopping smart adverts and our google ads and shopping expert said this is a more advanced way of doing things so we're split testing the two methods and seeing what one works uh the works the best and um, in tandem with that we actually have our facebook campaigns running as well for this customer we're really trying to hit people from all different angles with these adverts to get in front of them as many times as humanly possible um to increase brand awareness and increase the the bottom line sales revenue for this customer in doing that we have discovered something in our targeting the customer has a lot of beautiful pictures and in a lot of pictures, you get to see the real spectrum of what this customer has to offer. So if we think about a sofa, that's the main piece of a picture. It's maybe in situ with a lot of other nice products in, in, a, nice, um, in a nice setting, in a nice environment. But what's really interesting, the ones that look beautiful and are in a nice environment and everything's clean and um, very white and, dare I say, a little bit clinical, um, we put those in a test group of pictures and pushed them out to Facebook users. Um, and there was, we, we didn't know it at the time, but there was a mix of two types of product, uh, product picture. One where there was a, um, there are products, but no lamp on, no glowing lamp aura within the picture. And then ones with a glowing lamp aura in the picture. So. If I can take a step back and describe this to you, we created a, an ad set on Facebook with six pictures in it. Everything was the same in the ad set except for the six pictures that we used. The six pictures were of different scenes within the home. It is quite clear and there's a stark difference between those pictures that have a um, lamp that is generating a, a warm, glowing, golden part of the... Um, warm glowing part, warm glowing aura within the image are, are outperforming by 20 times those of the more clinical um, setup um, pictures that are there. We didn't know this, we didn't know that that's the, the difference between the two styles of pictures. So three were very clinical looking and three have a warm glow of a lamp and they are performing really, really well. So what does that mean? Um, it means that we're going to do more <laughs> pictures of <laughs> glowing lamps and whenever we have a product, we'll likely have a lamp and there'll be a warm golden glow um, from it. Uh, and that is good, valuable insight for our content schedule as we go forward. And I look forward to um, 
seeing how many sales and how many email addresses we can capture um, from that um, little piece of, of insight. It was really good as well. We had our weekly call with, well, it's actually a bi-weekly call with um, that particular customer and we were able to feed that back saying, look, these pictures that are glowing, they're outperforming these ones that aren't, um, you know, by so, so much, by such a high margin that we need to, we need to take notice. And on that call was the CEO of the business, the IT um, director, the social media brand controller and us as their acceleration and digital advertising um, support. So it was a great opportunity to be able to um, go through that with that uh, team. So I'm really glad we uh, I'm really glad we did that. In speaking about that meeting, I think it was quite good. Um, we I went on it. It was a Skype call like most of our meetings are and the guys are over in London, the rest of the team. And the structure was really where I uh, we say hi to everybody on the call to start off with. There's some pleasantries then I go through a report that we've sent over previously the day before, giving people an opportunity to review what's on it. And then we go through it live, the report. We go through everything that's on it. And then at the end, I go around everyone and I say, look, is there anything you need? Is there anything that we're missing? Is there anything you want to add? And some people had some stuff to add, some more than others. And that's fine because that changes on a weekly basis. But kind of like the structure and flow of of that meeting and how it works and it's very similar with a lot of our um customer meetings this customer meeting is bi-weekly some of our customer meetings are weekly and i'm not sure which works better i know other businesses that have monthly meetings but i don't think that that's a great idea i think getting around the table once every two weeks at least is a, is a great way to um keep in touch and keep everybody um involved in the project to not leave it and have it, um, to not leave it and have it uh, just floating and for nobody to understand what's going on. So that regular contact, I suppose on the calls as well, I also say, you know, if there's anything you need, um, let's catch up before then. Let's not wait to these um, weekly calls. But yeah, that's the meeting and, and structure and flow and, and how we do things um, whenever we're updating customers at PDG. So everyone, thanks very much for listening again, and I look forward to welcoming you onto the next episode of the PDG podcast. Uh, these outros, just watching some Joe Rogan stuff and some Bill Burr stuff recently, and I, I think they say bye, um, but they don't really, um, they don't really sign off in any way. And I, and I don't think we're going to necessarily ask people to share and comment and and like. They don't do that. I wonder if they did whenever they just started off like we are. Um, but it always feels a little bit awkward whenever we're signing off. Like, what do you say? Like, who are we talking to? And I guess um, there'll come a time when that isn't so awkward and we'll tail off uh, nicely. Um, but as I said, rest assured, back tomorrow. Um, I don't know if we're going to, if it's healthy or a good idea to do these over the weekend. That might be working a little bit too much. Um, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how these how these go. If you're listening to this on YouTube or if you're listening to it anywhere, um, probably listen. Um, it's been at this point, it's been maybe six and it's the most podcasts I've ever done um, in a row. Feels good. Feels natural. Um, what I've done is I've updated, I've uploaded them onto YouTube 
Um, I've restricted them from all over the podcasting universe for now. We might change that in the future. Um, actually, we'll definitely change that in the future. But what I want to master is getting them onto YouTube consistently. So I've tried to put the first one on YouTube, but it um, hasn't... Uh, it hasn't, I don't think it's uploaded yet. I think it's too long. It's something like 26 minutes or 25 minutes or so. Um, and it, uh, the YouTube said, no, this is too long. You, you need to be verified. And then I think we got verified, but I still don't think it's been put up. It could be live now. But the plan is, the plan is to get it from being on Anchor, which is what I recorded on, to uploading it onto YouTube. Um, getting some tags in there, getting the descriptions in there right, getting the thumbnails in there right, and having a consistent story of how the PDG um, podcast and the PDG business went from nothing, nothing, as they say here, to being a, a global force and something that um, is a real force for good in, in the world. So um, I know I said I was finishing off and I was um, wrapping up this uh podcast but it seems to have gone on a little bit <laughs> a little bit further um but have a great day whatever you're doing and i look forward to um speaking on the on the podcast again again tomorrow